welcome all to the Big Stick Energy Podcast, where three friends talk about the fucking flyers. What's going on with them, buddy? <laughs> we are winning games. So wild. Not Minnesota wild. Yeah, fuck those guys. Um, <laughs> Bad choice of words. Welcome one, welcome all to the field. <laughs> To the, to the, the Philadelphia, Philadelphia Flyers, Flyers podcast. podcast. The Big Stick Energy Podcast. Uh, I am our host. You're the host. I am the host. The hostess with the, the mostest. Uh, Jim Coleman. Uh, joining me, as always, are our other two hosts, Eric Rayer. What's up? And Joe Neary. What's up? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining in. Um, uh, we are talking Flyers and Phillies, but the Philadelphia Flyers are quite literally kicking ass and taking names. The names, it's Flyers. We already have that name. Well, it's continuing to be our name. <laughs> we took it from ourselves. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's 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 been a it's been a wild week, but we're gonna get into it. Uh, before we get too crazy here, how are you guys doing? I'll let Joe go first. Oh, I'm good. Thank you for asking. Not really too much to report. Zombie weather outside. Um, work's been you know pretty decent. Just getting used to it still. Uh, watched a pretty good movie, The Invisible Man. Um, now I can't fucking you know be comfortable in my own home because I think there's a man in a in a suit around invisible has someone wronged um, you Joe no just you know the cinema <laughs> we'll call 1-800-LONDAY-LAW just the cinema <laughs> <laughs> the cinema yes I am covering my neck at all times because of the fucking movie no spoilers um, but other than that you know pretty run of the mill way to ruin the movie Joe well, someone gets their coat. Their no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Anyways, boy. So. Uh, Eric, how you doing, buddy? I'm on cloud nine. Where's I don't, that? I don't know what to do. It's right on Broad Street at the oh. Wells Fargo Center. Oh. I don't even know what to do with myself the anymore. The Farg? The Farg! The Farg. You know, two things. One. Yarb? Yarb. But... Yeah, I don't know what to do with myself. It's been wild, you know? It's been eight years of bullshit. <laughs> and now... <laughs> and now... Eight years of bullshit. And now, we're at the top of the mountain. And not people, quite yet. Well, not but. quite yet, but when has the, when has the when have the Flyers driven talk in this Presumab- city? For, presumably, like, every day they drive somewhere. No, I said when have they driven talk. Like, driven the talk. That. Yeah, that was a... You didn't say talk yet. Well, because you, you cut me off with your bad joke. I know. <laughs> um, what is done but cannot be uh, I'm very happy because of the Flyers, obviously. Um, can only be prevented in the future. Yes. Everything else, uh, you know, it's, it's been pretty standard. Nothing crazy. Honestly, I just wake up every day and look forward to the next Flyers game. It's been that type of season. I can't wait for tomorrow night. 
It's going to be quite exciting. They're going to be playing the Capitals, who are in first place of their metropolitan metropolitan metropolitans. Yes, the metropolitan <laughs> division. Uh, sorry, election cycles. Uh, <laughs> Jim got punched you know. in the face today. He'll get into that really quickly. But um, uh, yes, I did. Subtle, nice. Subtle. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, by the way, yeah, yeah the cap- I'm not going to tell anybody anything about it. So. But the Capitals are in first place. I did watch that game the other night where they played the Wild. I was hoping the Wild would uh, squeak one out, and then we would be playing for first place. But dude, that'd be wild. You're like zero for four right now. <laughs> um, I guess I got the no, no mo- the mojo knocked out of me. Because he got punched in the face yes, it today. Foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> I learned it in the cinema. Foreskin. I've learned it in the cinema. <laughs> um, good. I'm, I'm glad the Flyers are doing very well. I've been watching a few games. I actually caught the end of the last two games, which I'm... The end? The endings. Like, the last uh, quarter. or Period. period. I've been punched in the face today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, no again. there's four. There's four quarters, there's periods. three periods. Okay. Three periods. I meant to say periods. Relax. All right. I'm on my. Period. I'm angry. I'm on my period. You have three. You have three excuses. You got your face. Pe- you got your new ones. I'm at two. No, no, no. new. We're, we're, we're wiping, <laughs> right, the wiping the slate clean. Wiping the slate clean. Three more. All righty. Um. <laughs> um. So you've watched. You've watched. Yes, I've watched the list. Periods. The list. Three games. You gonna watch tomorrow? Of course, I'm gonna watch. You gonna watch the Thursday? last period? I'm watching. <laughs> gonna watch Thursday? Less on. Um, they play Carolina Thursday, Thursday night. Fuck at Carolina. Home, who's not too far under us at the moment? But that's a win. Jim, that's how are you? I'm fucking great. How are you guys? I heard a, a story from someone near us that uh, you had an unfortunate accident today. Yes, I work with children, and I got punched in the face by children. So. <laughs> Multiple or just, just one, just one by a children. We're not going to go any further and hint or not hint that Jim may have accidentally hit a kid. No, I fucking uh, didn't. I hope that his employers don't listen to this <laughs> podcast or else uh, you're it's all on camera, so we're good. Punching the kid? No, <laughs> fucking shit. It wasn't a punch. It was just a. It was a love tap where the kid yeah. fell off his chair. But <laughs> yeah, it's not like small children. I'm not trying to like make my sound self cool, sound cool, because regardless, I got hit by a child today, but <laughs> uh, didn't feel great. What was her stats? Height, uh, weight. I cannot. I cannot give out that. Eight hundred. We have eight hundred. We have an ambiguous <laughs> female child. Eight hundred and fifty-five <laughs> pounds and seven foot she's two. She's not elementary. Her name's age. Yao Ming. Next <laughs> UFC fight. High school age. High school age child assaulted uh, a man at job today. So. Um, but you're good. Besides that, I'm everything good. else good. Uh, yeah, very good. Uh, took uh, Nicole out for. Uh, Nicole her is birthday. his lady friend. Yeah. Her birthday was last Thursday, so we took her out this weekend. Uh, I made party? It a nice little birthday. We, uh, we went out on Friday night. Did she come to here? Steam, yeah. You went to Steam? We went to Steam with uh, another friend of mine who turned twenty, the same age as her. She, they both turned 24. He turned, Nicole turned 24 on Nicole's Thursday. 24? Yeah. And She's old. <clears throat> We're going to be 24 this year. I've been 24 for a No, uh, yeah, we went to uh, New Hope on Saturday 
We went to Steam Pub on Friday. We're, yeah, that's right. We're going in reverse this day. Um, I could drink for the first time in a while because my doctor gave told me that I can drink. Did you have a beer? Yes, I had a beer. I had two beers. Whoa. Three beers. And a Jack <laughs> and Ginger. Jim's like, I, I had... <laughs> So I, I, I three beers and a Jack and Ginger. I had one beer, and then it got blurry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it was it was a good night. Uh, we had a lot of fun, and Sunday we just chilled out, watched some TV. So for the public Vest. to know, because that'll be how we get these plans in motion. You said this week that you're in the Colts, right? Yeah, this weekend. Sunday. Where are you going with this? White Castle. Oh. Sunday morning. Or, well, not morning, but, like, lunchtime. Yeah. Yeah, let's fucking do it. Should we go to White Castle, Joey, on Sunday afternoon? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> are we planning this? Are yeah, we, let's are, fucking do it. Nicola's work. Are we doing it? Nicola's work, her dad and her brother are out of town, so I have nothing to do in the morning, so... Yeah, let's fucking go. Oh, <laughs> Where is it? In High Valley. So it's an hour and a half away. <laughs> but you get to see me on a Sunday. I see you all the goddamn time. Are well, you worth an on hour? On a Sunday. You're worth, you know what's worth an hour and a half? Those oniony burgers. <laughs> oniony. Um, I've only had the little microwave ones. I'm sure they're not. I'm sure they're not. I'm assuming that that's just place. diarrhea flattened out on a patty. <laughs> Surprisingly, wasn't that bad. So, I mean, it, they, I mean, they're not. But I heard that it's. I heard that White Castle is just. It's. It's gonna ruin Wait, you've us. You've never had it. No. No. We've you've never been talking about going there for like eight because years. I've it's only been a mission <laughs> since we've watched Harold and Kumar go to oh White Castle. God. Yeah, it literally. It's, it's been, been a mission to go. Tom, you know what they even have? They got cheese nibblers. <laughs> oh I, ha- I remember that they have an app. <laughs> they have an app where you can pre-order what you're gonna. An hour and a half in advance. But like you, when you get a crave case, it's like forty. Of yeah, them. no, you get forty burgers like 20 just in a just just in like a big old box. It's called the crave case. You can get a, that, and then I was like, I picked it out. Where would we, I got, got the onion rings, the cheese sticks, the, all this shit. We're gonna eat so much. I'm not gonna eat all of that now because I'm on a diet still. But oh no, I'll we're definitely gonna... eat some of the, what I was going to. Eat. And then you're gonna bring it. And it was a strawberry soda. <laughs> You're excited about that. I am excited. So we're doing it. I love strawberries. Yeah, I'm down for that. Um, All right, we're doing it. It's Fanta. Fanta, Fanta. Don't you want to? Fanta, Fanta. Don't you want to? Want to? Sponsor us. <laughs> Not a sponsor. Nice. Um, all right, we're doing it. I wanted to say that to the plan. So if we don't do it, then we have to stone Jim. <laughs> Well, I'm fucking doing it, so I'll meet you guys there. If you're not there, I'll fucking you're gonna throw sit, burgers at you. You're guys. gonna be I'm like, like the guy from Super Bad, the one there at the lunch when they're no, like, "I'm gonna be, uh, I'm gonna be fucking uh, Joseph, not Joseph Gordon Light. Who is the uh, Neil Patrick Harris? I'm gonna be Neil Patrick Harris <laughs> in this situation." Yo, what's up, guys? Uh, I'm sorry about your car. Sorry about the love stains I made in your back seat. <laughs> That's on Netflix. That's on Netflix. I would highly recommend anyone who hasn't seen Harold and Kumar and go to White Castle. It's probably one of the funniest stoner movies ever. That's great. <laughs> um, none of us are stoners, so it's not really like I smoked. I smoked the weeds once. Yes, out of a Bible. <laughs> You're not supposed to tell people that. that. Sorry, it God. wasn't. It if didn't God, have any if, writing if on God, it. If God, that doesn't make it any different. 
if God... It's just a book. Are you there, God? It's me, Eric. I'm sorry for what I've done to your Bible. It's just a book. I hope you... Scene, check mark. God God didn't be like, he took a page out of that pocket Bible. <laughs> the one that's probably Damn still at your house. Damn to hell, boom. I don't know where the fuck it is. It's I'm probably sure. still at your house somewhere, just missing a page. Your mom's like, where's the note page? <laughs> I was going to write Bible notes. Um, um, alright. Um, um, let's jump into this. Before we actually begin, you, I gotta do my thing. You gonna plug us? I'm gonna plug us. How deep are you gonna plug us? Uh, average. Uh, just the tip. No, like when you're that. done, I just want to say something about the union. It'd, like, take five seconds. That's perfectly fine, Joe. Uh, before we actually begin, we are available on most podcasting apps, so check us out. Give us a rec. Uh, you can se- also send us a message to our email account, bigstickenergypod at, no, it's just bigstickpod at gmail.com, my bad. Um, follow us on Twitter at Stick Energy, capital S, capital E. Uh, remember to rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasting app or wherever you listen to your podcast. Uh, tell your friends, tell your family, uh, tell your coworkers, tell uh, your Uncle Bob. Tell um, your dog if your dog listens to podcasts. You know, some dogs don't like podcasts. Understandable. Tell your cat. Yes. You know, second thought, don't tell your cat. I don't like cats. Uh, hey, enjoy cats. I'm allergic to them. My girlfriend has a cat. It's a very sweet I'm boy. Sorry. It's a very nice cat. I'm he sorry. Uh, he'll just if I'm laying in bed, he'll just come crawl up and lay on me. It's pretty nice. It sounds terrible. I'm sorry. You would like him. He's well, a nice he guy. No, I wouldn't. Allergic reaction like you do, though. So. Yeah. yeah my Jim's face. also the type of person who just doesn't like peanut butter. Because I'm fucking allergic. <laughs> <to it. laughs> That's not an excuse, okay? I was standing in Chick Fil A. Did you the get other punched day? in the face really oh, hard that yeah. you can't have peanut butter now? <laughs> I was standing in Chick Fil A the other day because we took a school Mr. trip. Mr. Peanut got him. <laughs> we took a school trip to Chick Fil A, and I was like cursing myself out in the. In my Were you having an allergic time. reaction? No, I was just like I hate this facility. So Can you not eat it? Like, can you not no. eat anything that's in there? You can't even get, like, no. a milkshake? No. Can you... You should go up and ask, do you guys... It's in the fucking air. Do you guys have peanut-free <laughs> anything? Oil. They just give you, well, like, have, just raw right. chicken. So, <laughs> this is what pisses me off about Chick-fil-A. I'm gonna get on my soapbox for two minutes here. <laughs> Chick-fil-A, it says on their menu, we cook our chicken in 100% uh, pure peanut oil or whatever. So, like, people are like, oh... The 100% peanut oil or uh, filtered whatever the fuck it is, you can't have an allergic reaction to it because it's just the oil. I got to tell you something. I'm not staking my life on a chicken sandwich. Fuck you. Second of all, they had to specify that, oh, our fucking fries aren't cooked in the peanut oil. Well, it's in the fucking air. It's right next to the same fucking fryer. God damn it. Have you asked your doctor... I'm not going to my uh, doctor and be like, can I eat Chick-fil-A, yo? <laughs> you obviously haven't had it, though. Dude, <laughs> I, you might. dude I had a I'm chicken, not, egg, and risking, biscuit sandwich from not, the other day. Oh. Oh. I am not risking my life for a you have an epi- slightly you have less an, than shitty chicken hey, sandwich. Hey, you have an EpiPen. You have an EpiPen. I'm not fucking just dropping that. It costs a hundred dollars. Wait, dro- do you hold on, hold on, my Chick-fil-A sandwich is not costing me a hundred dollars. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Hey, hold on. Let me tell you. You know who is one of the sponsors of our Red Hot Fabled Flyers? 
Fuck them. I don't care. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they sell $8 sandwiches at the games. Mm, that's stupid. When I was drunk one time, I did buy one. <laughs> Regretted it immediately when I looked at my bank account. Corporate sponsorship is bullshit. That's why we don't have any. <laughs> no, we don't. That's why. <laughs> it's that and also... No one fucking listens to this shit? Hey! Except the, me, yeah. Yeah, well, Joey listens to it. It's like talking we to yourself. We listen to our own podcast. <laughs> Joey like sits That's in there, like his car and he just laughs every time he says a joke. He's just like, <laughs> that good one, Joe. Yeah, ah. good one. I man. remember when I said that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there goes that Eric farting again. <laughs> Jim punched in the face. Classic. Yeah, classic. I know we're calling this episode. Jim got punched in the face. I mean, that's that's. It's all right. That's what the Flyers do. So. Um, I doing that. Um, should probably plug us. I did plug us. I said we're. Uh, I did all the plugs. Oh. Um, you can follow me personally at whatever my Twitter is. Jimmy Coleman. At Jimmy Coleman. I, I did it. I made sure it was the right one last week. All right, Eric. I'm at Eric, Eric underscore Rayer eleven, and Joey's uh, Pornhub profile is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zelda's chains. <laughs> I do a lot of POV. Slash Slinky Master. Yeah, a lot of POV. Um, you know, very. Specific. It's a gaming channel. No, no. Well, some of it is. Some of it is. All the MILF videos that aren't actually filmed with MILFs. That's MILFs. Joe. Yeah. <laughs> you said MILFs. <laughs> it's, it's the plural. If elf, if elves is the plural <laughs> of elves, <laughs> if elves is the plural Look of elves. Look at all these fine mills. Mills. Look at all these mills. Plural mills. It's mills. <laughs> all these mills running around. Where are you circulating that there's all these mills running around? <laughs> what do you go to a shop right? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> It's really not. Jim hangs out in aisle milfs. four of the Giants I <laughs> supermarket and goes, mm, look at all these milfs. <laughs> well, you don't go for Look at all these elves. <laughs> I do. Elves. Okay. Milfs. I just wanted to say something. The union started um, oh, yeah. this week. Good they transition. Lost, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they lost 2 nothing to Dallas. Um, they play again. Yeah, they play again <laughs> Sunday at 10 30 against LA. So, what's Dallas's uh, team name? FC Dallas. I don't know. Oh, that was FC Kerback. <laughs> 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 Their logo is like a cow or like a steer. <laughs> what? FC Dallas and their logo is a cow. Yeah, it's like a steer, you know, like a. They just did that thing where they, you know, throw something against the wall and hope it sticks. I think people oh, like that were the cows. <laughs> they're like the Phillies of spring training. They're the cows. That's the plural version of it. Yeah, it's Calves. <laughs> anyway, yeah, they play, so they play again on Sunday. Uh, you know, Union Soccer's back. Just wanted to say that, so. Joe, if you would want, if you'd want, you could have a little little section, a little, little small section nah, of the show in the corner. You, you could do some. trying to give me shit to do. I'm just like, nah. So Joey's for in terms of like employment right now, Joey's Joey's the guy who we just kind of keep around, even though he's really he's not that not great at it. But <laughs> he's, hey, he's, I waived all my pay, so yeah. You know. He's like uh, volunteer. He's like fucking uh, the guy on SNL. What's his name? Uh, the guy who dated Ariana Grande? Oh, Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. He's like Pete Davidson on SNL. He's in like two skits a year, and then they're. <laughs> He's technically here. <laughs> no, I'm like the producer where he, like, but I don't produce anything. So 
You know, like the producer in on radio shows where he'll just randomly talk once and uh, be like, oh, I forgot that guy's here. But you know what the producer does, right? Yeah, it produces. I'm, I'm not producing <laughs> You ain't anything. doing any of that shit. I'm not producing. I'm Joey will sit in the corner and be like, yeah, the Flyers did it. <laughs> and then I'll laugh and someone else will laugh. And, and you'll be like, all right, let's get back on topic. I'm like, all right, my bad, sorry. Yeah, you'll just be like, or you'll be like, Hmm, look at those fine titties on her. <laughs> and we'll just be like, what? And then you guys look at each other like you have to delete it. I'm like, what? It's titties. Yeah, and then we keep it in anyway. But yeah, never uh, delete anything. <laughs> um, all right. So, Jimbo Coleman. Eric Ryer. I think we need to get back on track, and we need I to start so talking too. about some sports. Yes. Well, first. No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, I think we should get back into this because that is what our podcast is about. Um, I think going forward after this week, we're going to have a few tweaks to our system here. We're, gonna, gonna, we're, we're going to be an more, experimental we're gonna, phase. Yeah, we're going to be we're going to be doing this weird thing where, like each pot, like not each podcast, but we we might split up our flyers and Philly stuff. We're going to so record on the same you're night. Get two episodes a day, basically. Well, two episodes a week. Oh, we're not going to release them on the same day? Yeah, but like... Two episodes we're not, a day. Yeah, you're saying two episodes a day, meaning every day for the... <laughs> we can't make promises to our millions of fans like that. Why, yes, we would improve our listenership, but that's ridiculous, and that's a full-time job, so we're not doing that. We're going to do... I'm quitting my job, and I'm actually just going to become a podcaster <laughs> that gets no money. We made it. <laughs> uh, we're going to be doing two episodes... One Flyers, NHL, one Phillies, MLB. We're going to record them the same night. They're basically going to be the same podcast, but they're going to be split up because not everybody wants to listen to us blabber about each of our respective sports, which not is unfortunate. Not blabber about. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about, listener. Um, love you, though. What are you talking about? What? Nothing. Oh, I'm, yeah, we're talking about the Phillies right now. No, we're, what? We're talking about how no one wants to listen to Philly's talk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but I figured it would be nice to get a good idea of where our fan base is and if they've tuned into the Phillies one week or tuned into the Flyers. We know that we have a, like a winning kind of – we know what people are listening to, basically. Um, we're going to keep most things the same. Um, we might run a little bit of time segments. That way we don't get off too off track. But we wanted. But what's our, the fun in that? We didn't want to get too off track, so give you guys some real good content rather than us blabbering on about fucking ice. Jim trying in Denver. Oh yeah, and LeBron's <laughs> hairline. Yeah. LeBron, what do you what, Steve, you what do you think about? What the hell's up with the ice? <laughs> Dude, when he said, do you, do you want to do two player profiles, I was like, LeBron and Derek Cheater. You could. I don't fucking care. Every week, just see, like, do what like, Derek Cheater's doing with his life right now. <laughs> like, Derek Cheater was seen at, like, a Chipotle down the street. All right, for those listening, I suggested that Joe do two player profiles, one from each league, just to kind of have his own little voice and section on the podcast. But he Not said, necessary. dude, nah, I ain't about that shit. Um, no, he said that verbatim. He said, nah, dude, I ain't about shit. Yeah. Unless you guys make me do it, I'm uh, not doing it. Dude, I ain't. You're, we're making you do it. 
You gotta just read stats. Jim, I Fuck. don't wanna I don't wanna have a responsibility. You just gotta look at two stats. You could be some of those random ass players. You, you wanna be, produce? It could be the Rays oh, backup no. catcher for all I give a shit. Alright, I'm Jim, I'm gonna be real sarcastic if you make me do this shit, okay? <laughs> do it. It could be, be Joe's so fucking sarcastic. It could be Joe's obscure baseball or No, high, it's gonna be player. lacrosse players. <laughs> I'm talking from our like fucking leagues. It's gotta be oh, come like on. that's you what? box my creativity in, Jim. I'm gonna do some. All right, I'm you can do, do three. Bag you can do three. Stands. You can do three. Two that are relevant and one that is completely random ass fucking. All right, fine. I might have something for does you. That, the end. Does that sound? Does that sound fair? If you're gonna make me do it, then I guess. I mean, I'm not I can't happy about it. force you to do anything, but it would just be fun. I think it would be a fun little segment. It could be Joe's corner here. All right, we'll see how it goes. It could be Joe's stat corner. Patent pending. We'll see how it goes. All right. Um, with that, any further ado, Eric, I believe the Flyers are the hottest topic in town right now. You could say that. You could also say you could. Yes, the Philadelphia Flyers are indeed the hottest topic in the city. And at this moment, on March 3rd, 2020, they are the best team in the city. Well, they're only team playing right now. Well, you got the Sixers. They're not playing. They're and the playing. Union. Wow. <laughs> they're not playing it's right nice now. Like that. <laughs> and the Let's U- be real. Are they playing? Ouch. <laughs> But are they even playing? Like, what the six? Are they showing up? Like everyone's well. Oh, they have three players that are hurt. And when it comes to basketball, that's your whole team. Um, Unless you're the uh, the Golden State Warriors. No, they're in last place right now. I'm talking like a couple years. (laughs) Um, All right, back to back to the best team in the city. Philadelphia Flyers are on a six-game winning streak. Going for seven tomorrow against the Metropolitan Division's leading Dang, Washington Capitals. Six. What was that? No idea. <laughs> Jim, you look a little dazed from a certain event today. <laughs> you were I punched don't know what in you're the face. About. <laughs> um, right, does Eric's use of that phrase count? <laughs> no, no, you saw two or three. Um, <laughs> I think I've recovered quite a bit. Yeah, we have. Yeah. So, six game winning streak going for seven. Let's look. At, before we jump into like a recap of the week, which we've only had two games, but two meaningful games, they were pretty substantial games. Well, they were. They were. They were basically playoff games. Um, basically, let's look at the standings right now. The Metropolitan Division. Tell me about them standings, Eric. Is that going to be our segue into like each little? <laughs> everything? Yeah, it'll just be Jim's going. Standing time. <laughs> or the fat lady gets it. <laughs> Um, so much fucking pressure. Just chill. Uh, for three players. Everyone's retired. <laughs> God damn it. Random ass players from the leagues playing now. I wanted to be chill. Uh, the uh, <laughs> the um, the Washington Capitals are currently in first with 86 points. They have a 40, 19, and 6 record. Uh, they are currently on a one game winning streak and in the last 10 they are 4-5 and 1. They had one they won Sunday night against the Wild. I did say that I watched that game. It was a pretty chippy. That was actually 
closer to a playoff game than I would say the Rangers game even was. It was it was pretty wild. That counts as a uh, face punching <laughs> excuse. Just take one away. He gets one. Um, then you got our hometown boys, our beautiful, beautiful stallions on and off the ice. Majestic Flyers are at 83 points, so they're three points out of first. With Their record is 38-20-7. They actually already they have 17 games left in the season, and they've already beaten their uh, win record from last season. They ended the season with 37 wins. So now they so they could they're surpassing their record already from last season. Um, they're thirty eight twenty and seven, and they're on a six game winning streak as I said. And in their last ten, they are eight two and zero. Then you got the Penguins at eighty points, who are in a really who are on a six game losing streak. They suck. They're, <laughs> they're three the six and one. They suck. And they're thirty seven twenty one and six. They added at the deadline, and they no. I uh, have a theory. We'll get into it um, about the deadline. They're past their prime. The uh, the Islanders Crosby are. Sucks. Can you shut up and let me get through the fucking standings? <laughs> <laughs> All right. The Islanders are thirty five twenty one and eight. They're at seventy eight points, so they're in the first wild card position. They are two four and four in their last ten, and they are on a, or no, that's the wrong team. <laughs> they are three five and two in their last ten. And they are on a three-game losing streak. Then you got the Blue Jackets in the second wild card position with 32, 21, and 14. Uh, they're 2, 4, and 4 in their last 10, and they are on a one-game winning streak. Then you got the Hurricanes, who are three points back of the uh, Blue Jackets for that second wild card, who the Flyers actually take on on Thursday night at home at the Farg. Uh, they are 35, 24, and 5. Uh, four, four, and two in their last ten, and they're on a three-game losing streak. Then the Rangers, who the Flyers just took down twice, we're about to get into that. Thirty-five, twenty-six, and four, seven, three, and zero oh in their last ten. Two of those losses obviously came from the Flyers, which brings them to a two-game losing streak. And the Devils, who are pretty much just out of the playoffs at this point, they're a bottom dweller team, so they're uh, they are twenty-six, twenty-seven, and twelve. Six two and two in their last ten actually, and they are on a one game winning streak. So, if you look, if if you read, basically between the f- only the Flyers and the Rangers are pretty much the only two teams in the Metropolitan Division who have been hot in their past ten. Uh, I think in, in the past two or three months they've actually been two of the hottest teams in the NHL. Uh, so yeah, that's what the standings look like now. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go over a little bit of the recap of the past two games. Tell me about them games, Eric. I just wanted to hear your voice. Where are you going, Jim? Jim left. He's, uh... Sorry, my mom asked me to see if her car was on and running. (laughs) For an hour? (laughs) All right. It's a Prius. The car wasn't on. We just need to let the people know. It's it's a Prius, so it's kind of hard to tell if it's on still. Mm-hmm. That's what it sounds like. Tell me about them flyers, Eric. Okay. Um, so put the knife down. I mean, there were three games last the last week, but uh, last 
Tuesday when we recorded, we had seen the Flyers win 4-2 to against the Sharks. So we won't really go into that game since we did already go in depth of it. Uh, so Friday night on the 28th of February, the Flyers took on the Rangers at home. And the first period was uh, started pretty close. It was, uh, it was pretty back and forth for the most part. The Rangers got a really early lucky bounce. And it's funny because the Flyers and the Rangers both in the first period that's probably the only time of the game where they really kind of struggle. Um, Flyers have definitely gotten a better over the course of the season in terms of uh, picking up their first period play, but uh, the Flyers went down pretty early on a fluky goal, uh, one nothing, and then later in the period they got a little bit of a bounce when the puck hit a stick, stopped dead, and Voracek began his four-assist night. To a pass to Couturier. Dude's been on fire, let me just say. Jakob? Yeah. Yes, he has. He's been he's been taking it. He's been taking it and running. Um, so he had four assists. Then it was pretty much all flyers after that. <laughs> Show Joe. <laughs> <laughs> that's four check. Four check. Um, uh, that's it, a picture from so when he was like two years old. After that, the flyers pretty much ran away with the game. And made the score five to one uh we had goals from coots obviously scored the first goal drew had two goals two beauties uh he had five shots on goal yes he did kevin good. hayes had a goal the goat the greatest of all time and uh jvr scored he scored the second goal in a nice little nice little play he had six shots on goal. Both of those, yeah. all those guys were very involved. Yes, no, the the big boys stepped up in the biggest game, of the, arguably the season. Which obviously that's a cliche thing to say because every game is important from here on out. But yeah, big boy. Um, yeah, it was a really, really. Uh, it was a. I, I just it was all flyers. It was actually something that I really wanted to bring up. Was the score says five to two, right at the end of the game, the flyers uh, took a penalty. Was it a four? No, it was four on four because Scott Lawton got abused, and they gave him a penalty for getting punched in the face, which I I can get into. But uh, the um, Rangers and Flyers were on four on four, and then the Rangers scored a really like fluky goal, and Travis Konechny like slammed a stick, and you could tell just how pissed he was, and that's something you absolutely want to see from your players. Even if it's five to two, they're not satisfied with letting in the late goal. I mean, to be fair, Carter Hartson playing his heart out. Hey. All right, he's out of excuses that, for the all right, that face, one, So That one was legitimately like... That was bad. That wasn't on purpose. I just said that. <laughs> Are you... I, I believe um, you if you didn't. Did you? No, I Did you I actually just, just say that, that and you I didn't actually... And then it hit you right when you said it? Like, shit, yeah. that was cheesy? Um... um He's like tenth in the league in uh, uh, not saves but save percentage and like no he's, he's played a lot more games than a lot of guys that are no he has and the thing about him too that's that's great is he hasn't he's split enough of the net with Elliot mm-hmm. that he's not they're giving him so they're they're playing him a lot during these important games to gear him up for the playoffs mm-hmm. but they're not overusing him like Elliot's playing tomorrow night. And then Hart will play at home Thursday night, so they're splitting it perfectly instead of giving him, like... Because you don't want to play your goalie back-to-back, usually. There's, like, analytics for that and stuff that they kind of, like... The more... 
when you play your goalie two nights in a row, you have a uh, lesser chance of winning the second I mean, night. I mean, it's a very involved position. You're well, out yeah. there the entire and game, you also, so. I mean, Hart is going to be the guy in the playoffs. So you're gonna, yeah. gonna you're gonna when you want to have your workhorse, you work them there. The playoffs are spread out too, so they're not playing like every day. They're playing every other day usually. Yeah. Sometimes with so like it's longer. Not, it's not but, as bad. But they're but giving like every him every other every day. But Hart's been playing like basically cool as a cucumber. Yeah. Like he's been he's been just, you know, making the timely saves. He hardly ever lets in a fluky goal. Once or twice, every goal and he like, lets it in. It seems like the end of the game he's letting some in, but I feel like that's just because the whole team is kind of not, ah. and it's well, not all it's, right, it's, what do you think about that? Because like I've been watching and they've been letting out the late goals. It's not that important that because they're scoring a lot in the beginning, but I'll like, get into the I'll is get that, that kind of cause for concern. No, I'm gonna get into the next game because that one's more cause. That one wasn't that one was just like fluky pout like four on four mm-hmm. goal went in. I wouldn't blame him for that, but uh, we'll get into the next game when when I will bring up my concern. But um mm-hmm. yeah, so all in all really really dominant game. Uh obviously that helps that brings our home record to fuck. I don't even I think it's like 28-1 and 0 or something or 28-1 and 1 or something crazy. Like we have like one of the crazy I think we have like the second best home advantage in the league. Uh, so if we flyers. get home ice, it's going to be fantastic. But uh uh, the Flyers are the stats aren't right here. Sorry, continue talking. Um, I was just gonna say Hart had twenty six saves on twenty eight shots for a point nine two eight save percentage in that game. Okay. Um, all right, so let's go into the next game now. Uh, the Flyers are twenty three five and four at home and fifteen fifteen and three away. So that's five hundred. They've brought their home their uh, road record up a lot more than I. It's better than the Penguins and better than than the than Washington. So for away record for home, the Washington's away record is better, and we're tied with uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, Washington, Washington the home is eighteen nine and five, and that just kind of goes to show you the Washington fans suck. So, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what that means. But uh, the um, the thing that I will say is the Flyers away record being that like just pretty five hundred now. It they've improved a lot because earlier in the season, I mean, they couldn't. It was literally like they would go home, they would be like a playoff caliber contender team, and then they would go away, and they would look like. Dave Haxtell was coaching them still, but now they've kind of fixed that problem. Um, I mean, 500 on the road, yeah, that's about as I, that, I'll take that every day. Yeah, especially because they're getting they're getting hotter at the right time on the road and too. They're playing so well at home, you know. Yeah, and that's now they're fighting for home ice advantage in the playoffs, and that's what you want. You get home ice advantage in the playoffs; that's huge, especially with what we have right now. I mean, I'm not saying it's automatically wins, but I mean. You're, it's automatically win. Yep, you're right. We're winning. We're going 16 and 0 in the playoffs. Jim said it here first. But uh, all right. Then Sunday afternoon, which I gotta say, I actually am a big fan of the Saturday after or the Sunday afternoon games. I mean, I like the matinee games. You know, 12 o'clock, get up a little early in my pajamas, still have a coffee, switch into beer at 12 o'clock, <laughs> and then uh, start watching the Flyers. Um, I don't know. It's just something that may, makes my day feel a little better. But uh, so they won um, five to three. Um, we had goals from Travis Konechny, Sean Gatorier again, Matt Niskanen scored the opener. Uh, Michael Raffle scored a beautiful breakaway goal, and 
the person who I'm going to talk about later in the podcast for one of our segments, Derek Grant, our new acquisition, had a goal and an assist. And I was about to say. He has played since he got – that first game he didn't play that great, but people think it's – and he's kind of said – I mean, he took a red eye in like the night of the game. Mm-hmm. So he, But like after that, the past two games, he's looked phenomenal out there. He's offensively – he moves up the ice. He's great on the PK. He's – one of those guys, when you get into the playoffs, these guys are the type of guys who win you in series because they're the role players. They're the guys who score in the playoffs. You always have one guy who like takes over. Derek Grant could be that guy. I think him and Scott Lawton, I just have this this weird feeling. Um, Kubel. I love him. He's awesome. <laughs> he's fucking awesome. Um, he's a guy we drafted. So he's mm-hmm. people. I was I follow a guy on Twitter. Um, who's a big Flyers guy, and he tweeted, and I, I agree with him, that uh, Abe Kubel could honestly be probably one of our best deadline acquisitions that we got because we, you know, we, we, I know. Does that make you feel bad? No, not really. Um, but uh, so first period, we went up 3 nothing against the Rangers. It was, a, it was, you know, and then we went up 5 nothing in the second period. Then the Rangers scored again. To make it five to one, and then in the third period, they scored two to make it five to three. Now you were saying the late, late the goals late were goals. a little cause for concern. Here's what I'll say about this: I'm not proud of. I mean, a win's a win. I know, I know, but I'm not proud of the way that they ended the game. Only because I don't think they necessarily played bad, but I think they took their foot off the gas just enough that it gave the Rangers. It was one of those things where they built the lead up so much it was too little, too late. But the Rangers, and I'm not going to discredit the Rangers because they actually fought back. Like they were actually pushing the play. It wasn't like they didn't. They, they put didn't, it within two points. Yeah, they, they and they weren't sitting back when they made it five nothing. They weren't just like, all right, the game's over. They they did work back. And you know what? Here's what I'll say about this though. You ready? I said eight years of bullshit, Joey. The Flyers for the past eight years have been that team like the Rangers who lo- go down five nothing early in a game. And then they have to call their way back in, and maybe they just don't get enough or something. There's a difference between a team who's actually contending for the playoffs and a team who's not ready, but they're like a bubble team. Flyers are a contender at the moment, and who took their foot off the gas? Because I mean, the Flyers literally just did the thing, same thing to the Lightning a couple of weeks ago. I mean, it just happens. And they lost. They lost by two, but uh, five to three. But uh, the. The thing is, is I wouldn't be so worried about it as long as it doesn't become consistent. But the the one the reason the Rangers got back in the game and something that's not really been something we've had to worry about, but it just seemed like that game it was just special teams like for both teams. Um, every goal that the Rangers scored was a power play goal. Mm-hmm. So obviously the Flyers just if they stayed out of the box they wouldn't have had to worry about that. And it sucks for Carter Hart because he played phenomenal and all the goals that went in weren't his fault. Um, I can't believe that dude's twenty-one. Who? Carter Hart. I know. Um, but yeah, he. Uh, I. I mean, they played two and three quarters as perfect of a game as you're going to play, and then they kind of took their foot off the gas a little bit. Gave the Rangers. I tweeted that they just wanted to keep the game interesting, but. I mean, I I wouldn't worry so much, but it definitely that if they're going to pick out a flaw of that game, it's. 
the the maybe like the end of the second period and then the third period the Flyers and it's not like the Flyers like they moved the puck up the ice and they kind of turned it but they would like do this thing where like it was nice change of pace for us they turn they would turn it back on and then they would automatically just take over and then it's like they would just kind of like it's like they could turn off their um, it would turn off the momentum, and then they would just kind of. But the problem is, is you can't keep doing that because once the team, like the Rangers, catches a little bit of momentum, it starts to. I mean, the Rangers are still a pretty good team. They're the Rangers are a bubble team. They're not. They're but they're also they're they have they probably up and down the lineup. They have one of the players in Artemi Panarin who's been in MVP uh, conversation this year. He's got like ninety three points or ninety one, I think, something like that. Um, <laughs> They have one of the defensemen who's been in talks for rookie of the year. I mean, they and they have a couple. They have a couple of really talented forwards. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't. I just they're not. They're they're a team. They're a young team that's you know, in like a year or two, I think will compete. But they're just not ready yet. I think the Flyers are more of a complete team depth wise. I don't think that the Rangers have the depth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's weird to say this, but. The thing that really killed them on Sunday was playing Henrik Lundqvist, or Lundqvist, who's one of the best goalies of the past 15 years, but he just doesn't have it anymore. And a coaching blunder that I don't really understand why the Rangers did this, they they played um, Gorgiev, who's their younger goalie, who they kind of found this year, um, Friday night, who was playing his like third game in four nights. And then they played Lundqvist, who hadn't played since February 10th on Sunday. So it would have made more sense for them to play Lundqvist in Philly and then play Gorgiev at home, give him a couple days off, instead of he would have been playing his fourth game in five nights if they played him on Sunday too. So it's it was kind of a weird coaching blunder. I mean, Lundqvist just doesn't really, I mean, just doesn't really have it anymore. And it's one of those things where, like, the guy's been like your franchise cornerstone for so long and you're paying him a lot and he has a no trade clause so you can't move him so the rangers are kind of stuck with like three goalies at the moment and the thing that they're gonna have to do if lundquist ultimately says i don't want to leave is they're gonna have to move one of their younger goalies because they can't have three goalies in a log jam like that you got to move one of your goalies yeah so it's i mean for them it's gonna be weird and it's gonna i don't see i don't know i thought a couple, maybe like a year ago, I was I kind of flirted with the idea of getting Lundqvist as a backup, just because like that would be it. But also like I love Brian Elliott as a backup. I think he's doing just fine. I love Elliott. Apparently, like the guys love him. Him and Carter Hart are apparently like really good. Like they have a great off ice relationship. They're they're there for each other, and they got like that friendly competition where like they work each other. He's like the old man, and Carter Hart's like the little young impressionable boy. Yes, <laughs> Carter. You just there's a picture of a. Uh, I don't know if you saw it. I, I might have retweeted it. It was um, it was in Friday night's game. I think it was after Lawton did something, or they got in that little scuffle. There was the guy at the bench, and Scott Lawton and Travis Konechny were screaming at him, and you see them both, like, arguing, and Brian Elliott's just in the corner, like... <laughs> and it's so fucking funny. He's just like... Oh, no, it was after they were doing something with, uh, I think Hayes was leaving the ice, and they got into, like, a pushing match, and and then they were just, like, you could just imagine, like, Travis Kennedy's probably saying, like, fuck you, motherfucker, and they're, and Scott Walton just looks at you, and you think, like, your entire family's being killed in a fire. He's got a, he's got a terrifying gaze, and then you got, you got Mr. fucking 
big Lebowski over there. Like, <laughs> but um, for those that can't, that couldn't see, Eric did this. And for those who can't see, Jim did this. Okay, let's not. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, it was. Uh, I was really proud of the boys over the weekend, though. I mean, uh, Carter Hart had 23 saves on 26 shots for a .885, which doesn't really do him justice because those last two goals that came from the penalties were they weren't bad goals. Um, he let in. It was just you know broken down coverage and. Uh, a little bit of lackadaisical play at the end, but for the I mean, a win's a win, and they played their heart out, and they're they're showing up in the big games. Let me tell you, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I love the boys. I love them. It's fucking beautiful. I this team, I just there's so fucking beautiful. No, there's something about the team. They're just they're likable. They're charismatic. You get behind them. They're they're fun to watch. They're exciting. I hate to say it, and I know you're not going to agree with it, but the last time I felt this way about a team in this city was the goddamn Philadelphia Eagles. No, because last year I didn't the like Eagles. the Eagles when they won the, the when they I won the Super Bowl. About a team in this city, it was the Phillies in '08. Yes. Yeah. Well, no, last it was year. a team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, how about when they had Carlos Santana and he threw the Xbox through a TV because they were playing Fortnite. Uh, anyway, but uh, the no, but yeah, I don't know. There's something special that you just you're getting. I've always been, and we've made a joke of it. I've always been, you know, yeah. I think the Flyers going to be good this year. I've always said that, and it's been a running joke. But I acknowledge I'm I'm an optimistic in the sake of like I try to take what what I'm seeing on ice, what I'm seeing when I watch them. I'm trying to make the best of it. I've acknowledged they've sucked the past couple of years. They have not had a shot in hell of winning something. There's something special in this team this year where they're complete enough, and if Carter Hart stays healthy... I mean, dude, they're going to be sick this year. This is the first time I think I've ever actually been right. <laughs> I think we need to, like, run around the block or something. Like, oh, yeah, they're good. But, uh, no, they're just... They're fun to watch. They're exciting. They're some... They're, when you're rooting for them, you're not just rooting... It doesn't feel like you're rooting for them just because, like, oh, they're your team. You're rooting for them because you're like, there's something. I love these guys. Like, these guys... And they, you can tell that they're together. The locker room's close. Elaine Vigneault, as a coach, has a voice in that room, and he holds players accountable, and the guys love him. You can tell the way, and he just the way he talks about like Oscar Lindblom, who's obviously going through treatments for his uh, cancer. He just he'll like walk in, he'll just be like, "You guys see Car? Are you guys see Oscar? He looks beautiful out there. He's beautiful. His smile, beautiful. It's just like it makes you warm to your heart. You can tell that he just loves these guys. It's just it's something. I I haven't been this. I haven't had this much fun and. I just city if man. Eric's like about to cry. Yeah, no. If the Flyers, if they do it, if they somehow they We're get not in, even in the playoffs yet. Eric's already emotional. I'm emotional, man. I've just I've had dream. <laughs> I've had dreams about this moment. Dreams of fucking R and B, bitch. I've had dreams about the Flyers in the Stanley Cup Final. Just hearing that goddamn "Feel the Shake" song and that and that stadium the roof blowing off. Shake Milton song. No, fuck the Sixers right now, okay? <laughs> I mean, like, I'm cool. That's cool. Fuck them. Sorry, sorry. Sixers. Right. 
All right, and let me get on something. <laughs> let me get on something too. Let me get on. Been wait, and let me. Years, but we're still number one. Let me and let me get on something about them real quick, and then we're gonna go into um, we'll go into some some news for the NHL. Um, there's been a little bit of a controversy because Flyers. There's a select group of Flyers fans who really just don't want people to like the Flyers because you know. It's our team. Well, it's a lot of the people who have been like who don't pay attention. No, like our team. Can I speak? This is important. They said, um, basically, you know, we've been paying attention. We've dealt through the blood and the guts and the shit of this franchise for so long. Now that they're good, you guys are going to come over after we've dealt with it all, which I understand because a team like the Sixers who notoriously sucked for 10 years and got, like, national coverage because of the process. Ten, nine, eight, losing seasons. <laughs> that was actually pretty. <laughs> um, um, the, uh, fuck, how did no one come up with that before? <laughs> um, the, uh, no, and the Flyers did go through a little bit of a rebuild. It was a, it was a retooling. That was a closeted rebuild. That's what it was. We rebuilt. Closet. Yeah, we rebuilt for, through the past couple of years. Um, and we're not we're, we're rebuilding, but we're not telling people about. Yeah, it. Yeah, no, they did because <laughs> the Flyers fans, if they hear the word rebuild, they'll like blow Why up the entire city. Um, but they did it. But the but the Flyers were doing it, and p- people pretty much knew it. And they weren't getting the same attention that the Sixers were, which I understand because the Sixers basically made made like a almost like an entertainment skit out of it like and made it almost like a movement where like the flyers did it under under undercover yeah and they did it with yeah no they did it without making a big deal of it because and uh, flyers also didn't suck throughout the years they were just aggressively mediocre they squeaked into the playoffs they won like three games but they weren't good enough to do anything so i mean I want people to like the Flyers. I want them to come on. I just want them to be nice about it. They deserve to win more than the Sixers deserve to win, I think. And also, the, the big Sixers and there's a part of me that thinks it would be really ironic if the Flyers won before the Sixers after the Sixers did suck for 10 years and then, like, the Flyers just go in. And I know there's some people out there who would right. be like, It wasn't 10 years. It was, like, six years. But still. Wait, no, because they did... Well, when, when did... Oh, no, they won in 2012 was that Bulls series. So... So no, it was like, wait, it was like four years then. Yeah. All right, well, fuck me then. <laughs> Still bad. But, 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 but anyway, like, I want people to come. I want them to watch the Flyers. I want them to be a part of it going forward. It's going to be a really fun, exciting couple months. Just don't, just don't be an ass about it to people who want to jump on. You know, the bandwagon's big enough. But also, like... There's those people who are just going to be sour that the Flyers are getting attention now. Like, they're almost like, fuck the Flyers. Who cares about hockey? They're sticks. <laughs> and I don't know. All right, fuck bandwagons. There's no such thing as a bandwagon. There's a Philly wagon. No, there's, no, one, there's, thing, there's one thing that I'll say. There's one thing that I'll say, though. The only free way I will get absolutely pissed off, and I won't care that much, is if it's like, if the Flyers make like it deep in the playoffs enough that it's like then you're considered a bandwagon team if like they there's only so many teams then fuck you you can't come in and like the eastern conference final is something to be like yeah dude i've been a flyers fan since like lindros man (laughs) i'll just be like lindros who chuck lindros (laughs) 
<laughs> I like Chuck Lindros being a guy on the team. This is a Chuck Lindros. It's Eric Lindros's deformed brother. <laughs> hey guys, I'm a flyer. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I just wanted to bring that up because it's been a uh, top. What do you What do you th- guys think? Do you Do you agree? Like, I mean, I think either way, there's gonna. Hockey and basketball are so totally different. Hockey's built on fir- hockey's built on you got to go deeper into the sport. You got to you got to know a lot about the sport to understand like the nuances of like the storylines and I stuff. Agree with you. Ho- basketball and even football and like stuff like that are built on the drama aspect. You don't have to know as much about the sport to know what's going on. Football, you in do, I think. in but football, basketball, you don't. as as a fan, as a solo fan in the city of the team that first that that everyone forgets that first opposed the Patriots dynasty and ultimately lost. It was nice to have the backing of some people in when we got to that bowl. But on the back end of it when they did lose, you got nothing but hate for it. When do we start talking about the Falcons? Well, I'm just saying from experience, <laughs> bandwagon fans can hurt because they could be like, oh, yeah, I'm a fucking... They're not uh, a fan. Let's go. They're just cheering for your team. Yeah, it but like... I'm a fan of them. When, if they lose and it goes the other way, they're like, yeah, fuck those guys. They weren't any good yeah, anyway. Yeah, but that's just but an offhand like, comment. They're forgetting about that in a week. But like, it's still, it gets to you when you're constantly hearing. You're constantly hearing. Like, if, I'm not saying they're going to do it. If the Flyers get to that point and they lose, they're gonna be, there's going to be a lot of people like, they weren't even supposed to be there anyway. It's like, ah, they weren't any good. Yeah, but that's been the like, Flyer. But I've dealt with that for... 23 years saying, of my life. I'm just saying. Flyers have been that all the time. Those championship bandwagoners that are just like, oh, yeah, I want the Flyers to win. The Flyers have been my team. Like, And then the second that they lose, it kind of just Who turn cares, on you. dude? Like I said yesterday, do you like them? Okay, solves your problem. Oh, yeah, no. I, 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 I want people I know, to. I but it's annoying because then you got no, people. Just just, then you got people that don't actually know what anything about It's also, about it's really hard actually. because. Oh, yeah. Dude, there's so many no. idiots in this world, and no, I swear yeah. sports bring them out. No, yeah. but Joe, it is really easy to but say don't don't worry about, about it. But I, I that's why I don't even break Jim's balls about the Falcons thing because I'm I understand because I've been like, we lay the groundwork for the Eagles. You don't even understand. All right, we're not talking about the Falcons anymore. <laughs> Stop fucking talking about the Falcons. <laughs> yeah, I was just saying. Don't give a shit about the Falcons. Um, but what I'm, but I agree with you, and I agree with you. Yes, don't care because as long as you like the team. But the problem with how the type of society we live in now with like you can't go that far without seeing like especially because i circulate enough like twitter and like all those social media sites are tailored to what you like so i they're they're flyers mine's very flyers based the moment that if that were to happen Well, you well, guys will have two hosts because I'll be dead. But <laughs> it's, look, if you choose to care, I can see both sides because I can see the side of, oh, look, they're winning. Let me just watch the Flyers now. I could see that. What's wrong with that? And then I can There's also nothing see wrong with it. It's no. when it's when that te- it's when that fan becomes bitter or becomes belligerent for no reason. Let me also go into this and say two things. One, this is hypothetical because the Flyers aren't even in the playoffs yet. I think they're gonna make it, and I think that it's gonna be fun playoffs because anyone. But you just gotta win, and get in. But secondly, the other thing is, I also, I don't not want people to jump in, you know. But 
Jump on in the water's great. Yeah. I just don't it's even know. Like, no, I, uh, what I was trying to say was I can see the, the Flyers fans' uh, point, too, because, you know, like, for example, I'm pulling the Sixers into this, but, like, you, you were talking about the process. I watched every fucking game. Not every game, but, like, 95% of this, the process games, and now there's people since they've been good you know, you're just kind of like, well, fuck yeah. you, dude. What you? But I'll also I admit to the fact too, that you know I, mean? I, I'll admit to the fact that I pay more attention to the Sixers now than they're good. I will acknowledge and that. I'm not mad about oh, that. Oh, yeah, no, I acknowledge it, too. I, I pay attention. I couldn't care less about when they suck because it was hard to watch them. And also, basketball is not my not my main totally, sport. Yeah, totally get it. It's fine. Yeah, I that's get why it. I don't get butthurt when people with the Flyers don't pay attention to it. I it's more annoying when <laughs> it's like you're in a little island. Well, yeah, now. but it's when it's when people, it's when fans of other sports come in and then try to tell you things and try to sound smart yeah. and talk down to you as if like then it's I. That's why when people why aren't they doing this? That's yeah, stupid. Why yeah. they haven't made that? Why it's the people at the Flyers games who why yell. Don't they, why don't they put the puck in the net? No, it's like, no. Yeah, hold on. It's the, all right, Sylvester Stallone. It's the people. Hey, Adrian. It's not that hard to shoot no, a fucking puck. No, it's the puck. people in the city. When you go to a Flyers game and you sit in the stadium, you hear shoot every time. So the guy could have the puck in the bench, and you're like shoot the puck. It's like shit like that. It's like people who just want to do shit because they think it's funny or they think they understand. Like, hockey has a lot of nuances in it that people just don't get unless you have to You have to do, look it up. Like, I've it's had to explore. 100% of the shots you don't take. Uh, Michael Scott. But I had to, uh, but I've had to explain to people who I've gone to hockey games with, like, what's an icing mean? What's an offsides mean? Why did the whistle stop? Why? You know, what does that mean? Why did they get a penalty? It's 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 hard. There's a lot of things they and people try to say like hockey's an easy sport to understand because it's but it's it's the fastest sport out like in terms of pacing. So if you don't understand enough about and it's a detriment too because it's turned people off because they're like, there's just too much going on. And I'm like, well, you're stupid. But then <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You but can't handle it, man. Yeah. It's um can't handle ice hockey. But, yeah, so I don't know. It's just a little bit of a rant I went on. I went off. I got a little off topic, but, you know, okay. I just wanted to talk about that. We we, I'm you. welcoming. I want everyone to enjoy the Flyers ride that we're about to go on. Welcome one, welcome all. Welcome one, welcome all <laughs> to, to the, the Flyers. Flyers bandwagon. You can welcome them. You can tell them to fuck off, or you can not give a shit. It is your choice. But I'm welcoming them. I, I want to welcome everyone. I want, I want fans. I want, I want people to enjoy the ride with, but I also don't want people to be assholes about it. I think we occupy one of those three options, all of us here. Yeah. <laughs> Eric is welcome one, welcome all. I'm fuck off. And Joe's, I don't give a shit. But. Um, <laughs> all right. Since I just got one on a rant, I, I want to get to uh, Philly's talk because I think Jim's got bit. No, I, uh, no NHL. I'm going to go and do it just fairly quickly. I have... Okay. Eric, tell us about the NHL this week. The, uh... I have Forky. two... Forky, put the gun down. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking tell us where it's at. <laughs> right now, motherfucker. Where are the other drugs going? All right. <laughs> um, let me just go into... Face. So I have three stories Beach. that I want to talk about. Uh, the first one the is, uh... Seattle has a new hockey team coming, as you guys know. The yeah. Seattle, we don't know yet. The Seattle it, hockey. It's going to be called the Seattle Kraken, is what people think it's going to be called. That's Kraken. Cool. Yeah. Like the like, like the uh, drink like the and, the, and the octopus. And they're just giving out Kraken <laughs> shots. It's a squid. The yeah. Is it a squid? <laughs> yeah, it's, a it's a thing that fucks Jack Sparrow in the second yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, and in the third. 
Yes, that's it. They're going yeah. to. Uh, I need to rewatch this. They're going. The third one blows. They're on. What? Yeah, the third one. Though. Third one's like, like the three hours. It's so long. The new one also four sucks bad. What? Well, there's five. The two. The two. The first two are only the good. New, the fifth one I liked. The fifth one I liked. The first. I didn't. The fourth actually, one. Wait, I haven't sucked. seen the fifth one yet. Pretty the fifth good. one's actually pretty good. Yeah, it's got, like, uh, they're rebooting it though. Really? <laughs> yeah, they're just getting rid of Johnny Depp too. Whack. It's gonna be uh, Johnny Depp should be. It's gonna be Bill Murray as Jack Sparrow. Whack. They're getting older. Um. All right. Let me go into. So Seattle's NHL team is going to provide fans with free public transportation to games, which and is actually Kraken. it's actually pretty awesome. And Kraken. Yeah. It's like uh, I know earlier in the season when me and my girlfriend went to the Flyers home opener, SEPTA was offering free rides back and forth because uh, it was the Flyers home opener. So that's pretty – like that's – it's cool when they do that stuff. Um, just something cool for like, you know. Uh, it's a small little story that we, uh, we'll go into. Uh, the next story we got is the NHL GMs meeting. A uh, big topic of conversation there was the whole emergency goalie thing that came up with the 42-year-old. Someone had success with some old-ass guy. Yeah. We need to stop. No, they were worried because they're afraid of the thing that a lot of people thought of is, like, what happens if the guy who works for the other team gets in net and he has some type of allegiance to the other team, so he just starts letting in goals purposefully? There's two things I'll say to that one. If you're a goalie and you get your chance at an NHL game, you're saving the fucking puck no matter what. You're not you don't care who you're playing for. You want to make sure you look good and not like a fucking sieve out there. Sieve is a cheese thing, in case you didn't know that. It's the cheese cutter, a sieve. Thank you, Eric, Why for this cutlery information. Because it's got holes in it, so it's like puck goes through it. Oh, yeah. I like it's that. a hockey tour. Or a grater. Yo, you're a grater. Yo, you're a sieve. What sounds better? Sieve. Yeah. Yo, right. you... fucking tomato, tomato. Fuck off. Go. All right. Uh, <laughs> All right. The... Fuck you then. Yeah. Uh, That's why we can't have fans in. They uh, they met, and moral of the story is they were worried about that, but they ultimately said, "Fuck it. We uh, we're just gonna keep it the way we it is." We really don't care. <laughs> yeah. So they're gonna keep it the way it is. Fuck it. Uh, <laughs> that was their that was their official statement. Fuck it. We're going to play. <laughs> um, another uh, story about the Islanders is that they decided for the remainder. The Islanders haven't really had a home rink. So they've been playing in Brooklyn, but the Barkley Center was made for the Brooklyn Nets, and it's not made for a hockey rink. The piping underneath the ice isn't good enough to like keep the ice cold, so it's shitty ice apparently. And the seating doesn't work for a hockey game, so the island and the Islanders apparently don't even really like playing there. So they had the Coliseum, which is like their old uh, Long Island home rink, but they're building a new one. A new Coliseum. But they, that's a new stadium. But they decided for the remainder of the season they're just going to be playing at the Coliseum. Uh, so I think so. They have three games from March first. The next three games after that, we're going to be at the Barclays Center. And then they are going to go to the Coliseum for the rest of the home uh, regular season, and then playoffs they're going to play there. And apparently it's very closed off. It's really loud in there. They have a lot of um, – and it's kind of like their official home. Mm-hmm. So it's nice for them. I mean, fuck that. I don't care. I want them to lose. Flyers – fly or die, baby. But the uh, – that's another story that I noticed. Uh, it's good for the Islanders fans though, to get a real stadium and not... Fuck the Islanders. You tell them, Jim. And then the uh, 
I sent you guys one more story about the like two little stories and then over Jim. First one. Talk about the the frisbee and the Wii remote. Yeah, that's what I was going to talk about. But uh, the first thing was the NHL GMs proposed a small change to the offside rule that they've been talking about. Time out. I did think it was a weird remote when I saw it. So I was like, why is a hockey puck next Eric sent us a link to the article. We're going to get to it. We're going we're gonna to get to it. But this one's about the offside rule. Um, the NHL has had this weird rule where um, if a player lifts his, his foot off the blue line, it's deemed offsides. So you're like have to drag your foot in order to stay on sides. So like when they review a puck, say like I'm skating and my foot is in the air instead of being on the line, they would call it an offside because I'm technically not like making contact with the ice. Your body is moving across. The- so it's 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 weird. So they're m- making it more like the NHL. You know how the NH or the NFL is like when it's not out of bounds like your if your body's kind of in the end zone or something like that like you know how like well you're yeah. if you're so like you if you if the ball crosses the plane then that's a touchdown so they're making it so if your foot crosses the plane that's a yeah so uh, they're gonna they're gonna it's gonna ultimately save a lot more of headaches in terms of reviewing goals if they challenge goals and stuff to kind of make it a little gotcha. yeah which i i i personally think that should have been the fucking role in the first place i don't know it's gonna be it's going to be, like, tougher players, I'd imagine, to uh, get accustomed to that, though. It will, but it'll be the same. It'll be next season if they make that the rule. will be It'll be hard, and then the season after that they'll get used to it because it's the same thing that happened with, like, the head hits. It, it took a be. season for them to figure that out, and then now it's it takes a year. Yeah. There might be a lot of uh, – There's going to be a lot of – the and the refs yeah. completely fuck Offsides. up the calls as is, as is anyway. So, But, all right. Back to and then the last thing was the Wiimote we'll talk about. Um the so the NHL decided that in the playoffs and moving forward they're gonna start using a new puck as part of his its upcoming digital broadcasting editions. There's a six on this little remote next to the controller and it uh tracks the puck data so the players will wear the white tags on their back or i guess or like maybe in their equipment and it'll help track the speed and all the other data that will show up i guess maybe like i noticed in um like the all-star game they had special options which i talked about in the episode after that it was like you could watch maybe like a player following version you could watch like uh like a singular player option or uh, maybe just, like, one team option, or, like, it would track the data. So you could watch, like, if you maybe want to watch the game and see, like, all the little, like, on – for, like, s- statistic junkies, I guess, would maybe want to watch that. I In the playoffs, I'm watching the regular bod- or broadcast, but, like, the All-Star game was pretty cool to see, like, you know, watch, like, uh, Konechny skating around and would track his on-ice time and, like, you know, how many shots on goal he had or, like, what he did, like – you know his his top speed he's hit or something like that like it's cool little little nuances like that or maybe like yeah you know it's something small the only thing that someone brought up and i thought about this too is is it gonna make you know how like catching a puck at a hockey game or like catching a baseball like they're like cool little things you can do only at a game and like if you catch like a puck in play it's like ah cool i caught a puck 
Is the NHL going to make them give back the puck because it's got electrical equipment in it? Are they going to make? It's got to be like recreated. Like it can't be. It, I, I'd imagine that they'd have multiple one. ones. Yeah, like I, I doubt that they'd be the, like the ref. Oh, the ref fuck, just sits there and sees puck. some guy in like section two fifteen says, "Throw it down, asshole! It's our only puck." <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna be like, ah, oh, shit. We gotta go make a whole. No, they're like, ah, game. shit, game's over. We're out of a puck. It's like, um, fuck, what's the movie? It's like Clarks. Remember when they're on the roof and they're shooting the floor hockey and they shoot the one ball and then he's just like, what do we do now? No, there's only our one ball, you asshole. We only brought one. <laughs> like, uh, the, it, it has to be recreatable and re, like the NHL's football has that kind of stuff in it too. Yeah, no, I assume there'd be a lot of them, but. That'd be weird, but I'd assume that they'd have multiple pucks and like mechanical shit in footballs. I think there's like a mi- microchip. Really? I think they're testing the chip, possibly. Like they for tested what? it. See how fast I think they're well, tr- they're gonna get like. That, but like uh, they're trying to do it for like um, yard yardage purposes. Oh, so cool. like, if the ball crosses. So it'll like, help. It'll help maybe like pick up the extra yard or two or something like see where like the ball lands or where mm-hmm. the player stops it'll help maybe like be a little bit more detailed yeah so that's that that also could be that could be another reason why they're doing that this there's probably stuff in the puck that'll help maybe like um even track like did the puck go in the net like mm-hmm. stuff like that like maybe it'll help i don't know it's weird because there's some baseballs that have that one of the things I'll say that they need to figure out is they need to get like cameras in the net with sound. So if the ref blows the whistle before the like, if a ref blows the whistle and the puck's in the net after he blows the whistle, doesn't matter. Thank God that was closed. He scored. Uh, he doesn't score. Like it doesn't count. You would think that that would be like something that they figured out. Like even if the ref blew the whistle before the like, it's not something that they can review. Like, it's the ref's, basically the ref's call. So, like, if the ref blew the whistle, but the puck was in the net before the whistle, they, there's no way of them being able to see that. You'd have to look for a camera angle where it looks like the ref's blowing on the whistle, and that's costed the flyers before. So, um, yeah, that's, so it'll be an interesting thing to see in the playoffs. Um, I'm curious playoffs. about it. Yeah, we talk about playoffs. But, all right, two things. One. I think it's time for some Phillies talk because we talked about the Flyers. To end the Flyers talk real quick, the Flyers take on the Washington Capitals in Washington tomorrow night uh, for their push for first place. And then Thursday night, they take on the Carolina Hurricanes at the Farg. So Friday morning, if the Flyers win both games, we would be in first place. So just a little bit of look there. But all right. Beautiful. For some Phillies talk. And also, because I know Joey's into watching the Sixers, so I was going to offer the idea of putting them on while... That would be great. I was going to put it on my phone, but I didn't want to turn it on and it'd be loud. So So we can do that for you, because I'm a good team player. That would be excellent. Break! (laughs) So, Jim, give me that Phil's talk. Give me that Phil's talk, Jim! So, Joe... Joe, stop looking at naked pictures of Lizzo and... Concentrate here. Uh, Eric's running to the Sorry. bathroom. Uh, <clears throat> oh my God, the wrinkles. So, God damn it. So the Phillies have been in spring training for a whole week now since we last talked, and they have been 
quite surprising, actually. Like, they're uh, actually winning some games. Uh, they're 7-3, and three, not that it really matters, but... <clears throat> Seven and three compared to a lot of other teams is pretty pretty decent. Um, they're showing a lot of depth at a lot of different positions. A lot of uh, a lot of positional battles taking place. I know, well, not necessarily battles, but uh, Scott Kingery has been predominantly playing second base, which is interesting considering the entire offseason. Most people speculated he was going to be our starting third baseman. Um, Gene Segura has been manning that third base spot. Um, <clears throat> it could be interesting once uh, Alec Bohm is ready to come up, who has been absolutely raking, uh, batting like 420-something uh, this spring training. I, I, I made a prediction. It has since failed, but I predicted that Alec Bohm would not uh, go 0 for 2 in any game that he played in. Um, up until this last game that he was playing, uh, I was correct. He was, at, he had at least one hit or n- no hits, but only one at bat. <clears throat> so I'm just saying this guy's for real. He's a, he's a real player. Okay. This guy can hit like a mofo. There's a log jam in the middle of the field, huh? There is. But I mean, there's a lot to be excited about this team because Kingery seems to be kind of putting it together too. He's... He seems very comfortable at second base. He seems like he's prepared for the ball when he's hitting. Uh, a, a story came out last week where he uh, felt uncomfortable last year because and almost out of breath before the game even started because he was practicing at so many different positions um, before the game started that he wasn't really prepared to play. Thank you, Eric. It was great. He wasn't really prepared to actually play the position he ended up playing as well as prepare for his at-bats he would have during the game. Um, what do you think about that going going on? Being well, a, best man ends up on top, I suppose, you know? Yeah. Uh, especially Kingry and Bo, two young guys for the future. Uh, Segura, not necessarily in the future, but, you know, I guess you, you could catch him while he's hot. Um gonna be tough to pull him out of the lineup if he's hitting the, you know well um but yeah it's gonna it's definitely gonna be interesting it's gonna be a point of interest uh to keep your eye on throughout the season um to see who really takes that next step this year or just maybe in segura's case reverts back to what he was at one point um so yeah it's gonna be definitely you know my probably my biggest um concern this 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 year as well as the coach and of course um you know see if some of those pitchers can actually step up Mm -hmm. as they've been supposed to be doing for the past couple years well let me tell you about some of the pitchers that have been am i allowed to jump in on the conversation yes you are you're always allowed to what were we talking about i was urinating well we just finished about talking up about uh scott kingery playing second base for those that no, I know. I just wanted to acknowledge that I peed. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, and Segura is going to be playing third base, it looks like. So, um, I like we're that. now talking I about our pitchers. I, I like that. You like that? No. There's my addition to the conversation. Uh, we're now getting into some of the uh, pitchers. Uh, I had an article about uh, one pitcher in particular, but uh, Nick Pavetta 
and Vince Velasquez have been the main talk of the uh, starter options here going forward for our fifth option. Um, Nick Pavetta has allowed four runs in four and a third innings. However, he's struck out a slew of pitchers or batters. Um, the control isn't necessarily there yet. He's got a lot of time to figure it out. Uh, Vinny Velo, uh, two scoreless innings so far uh, per Todd Zalecki. Um, that's pretty good. I mean, between the two of them, I think they're both showing different things. Like, I don't think Velasquez necessarily has the longevity factor. Like, I don't think he's going to be the guy that goes deep in the games if he's our guy. But I definitely think that he has stuff to compete with. Um, and he's shown that in the past. Like, early in the game, he's pretty good. Like, he would be in a in a name that shall not be named world. He'd be a good opener uh, as an option. You know, like, starting the game off and then giving it to somebody uh, else, you know? What, like a cap word thing? Where I, the a name that shall not be named. Um <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, nah, he's, then, he's away on vacation right now. He'll, 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 be, he'll be back in the future. Thank fuck. Um, uh, Pavetta has the oomph to get guys out just on his pitches alone. And as he develops that changeup that he's been working on, I think he might take a step forward as well. It's all good competition right now, and ultimately whoever gets it at the end of the day I think will probably have earned it. Um, but now... Mm, I see where you're going with this, my boy, my boy. Bringing up Ford Ranger. Yes, I am, boy. Ranger Suarez, or as I like to call him, Ranger Danger, uh, has been quite good in his uh, couple outings that he has pitched. Um... I don't have his stats up here, though, which is really fucking annoying. Ranger Danger, Ford Ranger Suarez. He's just good. I'm, I mean, last year he came in and did very well in the relief outings. Yeah, he um, was really solid, and he was kind of flew under the radar, too. Yeah, I mean, like, he doesn't have overpowering stuff, but he definitely has stuff he, he and he can he he's been that guy that's been in the system where you don't really know if he's a starter or if he's a reliever um regardless i think he makes this team coming out oh, of spring yeah, training I'd be, I, um he's earned it don't you think i think so like yeah. last year he did very well I, it's not I, like their bullpen's stacked right now anyway so. no um I'm just in on him being a part of this team because he doesn't necessarily overwhelm people, but he definitely can get guys out. And he he, he ate up some uh, big leverage spots last year for them too. So it's not like he wasn't just in and getting meaningless outs. He was getting the outs that mattered sometimes. So. Yeah, he was a solid, solid player. Um, definitely mid, mid-season to the end, he was, he was right up there with um, – uh, Gar- Garcia? What's no, fucking Alvarez. Yeah, Alvarez. Alvarez. Yeah, which was surprising because I thought in the beginning of the season I fucking hated Jose Alvarez, and at the end I was like, I, I love this man. Uh, I want him to be a part of this organization for quite a while. Um, there were a lot of other guys that I could have slept and 
never ever miss them again. Just <laughs> fucking Juan Nicasio. Mm, yeah. That guy was terrible. What did I say? Garcia? Luis Garcia? That's how I, I mean, he was on this team. I was thinking of him, I think. Um, uh, well, well, I need the JD. I need the hammer. And JD is no longer on the 40-man, but he well, he did make an appearance. He did pretty well in relief the other day. He got in this. I, I believe he's technically a non-roster invitee at this point. Uh the fuck is, is Eric? What are you looking at? Apparently, I follow this guy on Twitter. Eric uh, is a member of the Arab League. Um, <laughs> okay. Anyway, who this is? <laughs> there's a lot of there's there basically there's a lot of good things happening in camp right now. Ranger Suarez being one of them. Um, Aaron Nola looks sharp. Zach Wheeler is a fucking mystery, apparently. He doesn't... So, there was a story last week where... Or after his start over the weekend that uh, he talked with reporters afterwards and basically wouldn't tell them anything that he was doing. <laughs> like, he was like he was, like, being secretive about it. <laughs> like, uh, and the, the Phillies... Uh, wrote about it and we're like it's a, a man of mystery one of those Zach guys. Wheeler you know hey um Jesus Christ Jason. it's Jason Bourne <laughs> why are the Sixers winning I'm sorry but <laughs> uh it's cause the union lost Joe yeah Eric Jim would it be a surprise to you if I told you that JT Romuto was going to be our starting catcher on day one. Yeah, I really thought well, that. Uh, I don't know. I'm just reading this article. I really about, thought uh, that uh, Joe Girardi's. I thought Rupp had a chance. Rupp? <laughs> nah, dude. Baco is going to step in. Who was well, the guy last year? Who's the fucking the one catcher who was a backup catcher? Andrew Knapp. Well, he's oh. definitely going to be on this team. It's it's unfortunate, but. Um. um I was looking. I had an article. It's what Joe Girardi's uh, Phillies roster could look like on. Yes, day. that's what it is. But um, yeah, um, they are currently projecting uh, outfielders: Bryce Harper, Adam Hazley, Roman Quinn, Jay Bruce, and Kyle Garlick to be our five outfielders. What about what about um, Vinny Velo to be our ace? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Reese Hoskins, Scott Kingery, Didi Gregorius, Gene Segura, Josh Harrison, and Logan Forsythe. Uh, as our infield, <laughs> Logan Foreskin. I love how he just whispered Foreskin. <laughs> it's not fucking Foreskin. <laughs> it's not. Fu- oh, dude, I hope he. Uh, would he play opening when we go to the game? Foreskin. Yeah. <laughs> I don't fucking. Know. Well, McCutcheon. McCutcheon will not. Andrew McCutcheon will not be making uh, his start. Opening day. I did, I did see that. It, he might be there for Philly's opening day, but he won't be there for the first week of the season, more than likely. Uh, still recovering from his ACL, which I'm okay with. Let the guy it's come awful. back at his own pace. Yes. Um, Dude, Neto just crossed his ass over. I don't know. I, 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 I still hold out that Bohm can make it on that opening day roster, but um, we'll see. We'll definitely see. Uh, as far as the bullpen, uh, how detrimental do you think it would be if Sir Anthony Dominguez didn't make it back 
for the start of the season, or let alone this season. Uh, I'm just tired of not having him. <laughs> Do you, were you at all worried about uh, his stats prior to going on the IL? Last year, he definitely dipped. I do remember that. It's tough to remember. It's been a while. I mean, in his uh, rookie season, he struggled at the end of the season, but I think that's just because of the amount of innings he was forced to take up. But um, last year, he had to have been dealing with that injury for longer than he probably should have. Mm. And he did not get the surgery, correct? No, he didn't. Because the doctors told him he didn't need it, so hopefully that means that he's good to go and ready to uh, ready to rumble. Um, I would be personally very upset if Sir Anthony Dominguez wasn't a part of this team this year, mainly because they could have just been rehabbing him in surgery already and possibly be done already. Um, especially with David Robertson potentially making his start or making his. Uh, come back this year as well um but i would be really upset because sir anthony dominguez when he is pitching well can be a deadly reliever like the stuff off of his fastball and all his other pitches just moves so much uh, it's just not really fair for anybody that uh like his four seamer comes in like a cutter almost like it's coming at you 100 miles an hour crazy cut crazy break Dude's a fucking animal. Um, He's hairy like animal. What are your thoughts on Roman Quinn? His personal favorite. I like I like me some Roman. If he could, you know, not get hurt every sixteen. <laughs> so uh, that's a good segue into our sponsor, Roman Swipes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Do you know what Roman Swipes are? Yes, I'm okay. thinking about what. You do know what they are? Yeah. What are they? They're fucking, like, Romans. Why not? They fucking make your dick numb. <laughs> what? Yeah, they're for people who come to her early so it numbs your dick. <laughs> so you'll wipe your dick. I've never heard of that before. Yeah, it's like Joe's, like, like, uh, Joe's like, ooh, they got to buy two, fo- get one free deal. <laughs> not a sponsor. Um, yeah, no, don't sponsor us. We don't, our dicks are, we like sensation yeah, in our we cocks. Have, we have good dicks, ladies. <laughs> we have fine We all have girlfriends, but we all our have, dicks are good. We have fine cock. <laughs> um, but Roman Quinn. Yeah, his. What do you think about Roman Quinn? I, I, you know, I like the guy. It's just a shame. He's, he's never been able to get any, uh, you know, the wheels turning because he's always getting hurt. Every time, you know. Goes on a run, gets hurt, you forget about him, comes back, has to start all over from square one. It's frustrating because I do like the guy. I like the, I like speed guys. I like, um, you know, base knock guys. That's kind of how I played when I used to play baseball. So well, I, he has that power, too. Like, when he was playing those couple games, he was fucking slugging it out of that. He's, uh, he's not. That's not him, though. He's definitely. He's not that kind of guy all the time, but, like, he can hit it to the second deck. Okay, but that's not his thing. I know it's not his not thing, and I'm not asking him to be that player. Like, if he's going to be playing every day, I want, him, I want him to be the guy that he's comfortable being. But if he can slap a home run every once in a while. Yeah, oh, yes, I know. I like, know he he's that him. speed guy with a little bit of pop. He's Ben Revere. No, Ben Revere didn't have pop. Yeah, when he was in Philly, he had a couple Ben Revere problems. had... Oh, that double went a little bit farther than it should have. Like <laughs> Roman Quinn is not a home run guy. Well, no, I know, but he hits the ball hard. Like he can hit the ball really hard. It's not like he's hitting it 
Like his even uh, his. Do you want Do you are, want to know about what I think of him or what you think of him? Well, I'm just giving you what's happened. Like he mm. can hit the ball harder. Yeah. I'm not saying he's not the player that. Like yeah, if he's gonna be in playing every day, he's gonna be that guy that gets on base, steals bases, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I'm saying he has that in his back pocket. He can hit a home run. Okay, yes. <laughs> okay. Cool. He hit like five home runs in like seven games last year. Okay. I'm just I'm just saying I, I, he's, a, like, he's a potential five tool player, Joe. Okay. Right. I'm trying to praise the guy over here. Mike Trout. Mike Trout. No. Better than Mike Trout? No. Why? <laughs> You're like, I don't want him to hit home runs, Jim. I literally never said that. I, I was saying he's a good base knock guy, and then all of a sudden you're like, well, he can hit a home run. I'm like, okay, and then you just go on a rant about him hitting a home run. I'm like, okay, he can hit a home run, but that's not what he's... I know that's, that's not, not what he's utilized game. for. I'm just saying that's an added bonus. Like, he's okay, not... I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying. I'm say- Do you think he could get 20 home runs? I haven't seen him do anything like that because he's hurt every week. <laughs> I don't know, Jim. Very true. I like him. I like his tool set. I really do. Um, but, you know, if you can't play the game consistently, he's even, you know, what he's been doing when he's, you know, because like I said, he gets hurt and then he's back to square one and then he's just, you know, pinch running, mm-hmm. pinch hitting every once in a while. He's good at that, too. Which is ironic. Like, I would want, sucks, but. like, if he's going to be in the game and they do want to keep him healthy, I would, I, w- I wouldn't want him to run at full speed. Because you're afraid he's gonna get hurt. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm afraid that like whenever like whenever I see him running, I'm just afraid that something in his leg is just gonna snap and he's just gonna fall forward. And he's made of glass. He's he's <laughs> Joel Embiid on the Phillies. <coughs> he's the guy SpongeBob tried to sell chocolate to. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But I do. I like him a lot. I like the guy. Yeah, Hopefully. and he seems to be a pretty good clubhouse guy too. Like, wow. He seems like a fun dude to be around. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So. Um, Roman Quinney, Quinney, the Quinn magic. Uh, obviously, Andrew McCutcheon being out uh, for the first week. That's going to hurt a little bit. Uh, in the meantime, the Phillies have to find a, not a leadoff guy, but a guy to take that kind of place. I'm envisioning... They didn't find one all last year. <laughs> I know. Um, I'm envisioning either Gene Segura... Didi Gregorius or Scott Kingery taking that role. Uh, Joe Girardi was asked if he would consider putting Bryce Harper in that role, and he said, "No, I'm not doing that." <laughs> what, about, what about Reese? <laughs> God, that was terrible. Um, but I just love the fact that Joe Girardi was asked that question. He's like, "No, I'm not going to do that." And then <laughs> next question. Um, but in the meantime, I don't really know who's going to fill in that role because everybody that was there last year that tried to do it couldn't do it. Like, what about Gregorius? I'm not sure what. Like, I I'll be honest with you. I don't know what Gregorius has. I don't know if he's ever been the leadoff guy. Mm. Um, like Joe Girardi said, he's been kind of that middle of the order person. Like, he's going to hit hit for power. He's going to hit for uh, not necessarily average, but he's going to get you some clutch hits he's not going to be the guy that just gets on base i'm not sure what his uh on base percentage is as far as walk totals and stuff like that but um i'd imagine if they were good that he'd be in that position but i don't think i've seen him lead off um 
in games that I've uh, paid attention to, it seems like Adam Hazley or Roman Quinn have been in that spot um, in the leadoff, um, which would be also an interesting take, um, considering Adam Hazley and Roman Quinn are both like unproven talents. You really want them to be that leadoff guy. That's the guy that's got to get on base a lot. Not necessarily from hitting the ball, but from getting some walks, extending the uh, at-bat a little bit. Um, I think Roman Quinn is definitely capable of doing that. Adam Hazley hasn't necessarily been that guy that I would trust for that first in the lineup spot. I think Quinn is probably a better choice if he can stay Yeah. Stay healthy. I mean, if if McCutcheon is going to be out, I think Quinn is definitely going to be our opening day center fielder. I think Adam Hazley takes left field. Um, yeah. Kingery, second Hazley base. looks more like a, maybe like a Corner. two or even like a six or five or six yeah. to me. Yeah. I mean, I think he definitely has talent. He could be terrible. He could be great. Ugh. One way or the other. Uh, they're going to... I have faith Joe Girardi is going to be able to figure out this kind of position because he's dealt with worse. <laughs> they're both talented, I think. Yeah. So, you know, it's just a matter of putting the pieces where they need to be, mm-hmm. I think. So, yeah, I, I like you said, I have faith in him, too. I think he's going to find a good mat- lineup that's going to be able to... Uh, Cutching comes back, I'll solve that problem. As long as Segura hustles, you know, I'll be okay. I hope so. As long as uh, I think he's uh, in the best shape of his life, so he's always hustling. Yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> I think he was just in a mental state last year after that happened that just ruined the season for him. Anyway, that's about all the Phillies news. Like, I'll be honest with you. I've the off season was way more interesting than spring training. That's because spring training. <clears throat> yeah, I know. I'm still here, guys. Don't worry. But uh, spring training, it's it's not exciting. I mean, it's like it's it's cool to see the it players, is, but it's one, it's not. One of the it's things not, that sucks this year is that all the spring training games are not televised. I think that's the stupidest thing in the world. It is stupid. They're all radio available, but n- like almost none of them are televised. It's like we've reverted that's back to terrible. being 1975. <laughs> it's terrible. Like, I I love watching spring training games. I don't know why. You just like I think f- it's like you're watching sunny weather in shitty cold climate. I mean, to be 100 like, percent honest, it hasn't been cold for. It's been shitty weather though. Like we haven't had like like oh that that day I'm gonna go outside and mow the lawn kind of like <laughs> it hasn't been that. Kind Can of you day. imagine just Jim going today ah Saturdays are made for dads are made for d- dad's, dad's car. car. <laughs> <laughs> like there hasn't been like that kind of day where you just go outside and you do shit all day. Um, I do shit when it's not nice out but like i always liked spring training because that just it made for whatever reason it brought spring air you know like you sat watching it and you'd open up your windows 
You'd get a little bit of a cool spring breeze yeah, coming through, and you'd be like, ah, baseball's... Saying. And it would kind of take you to wherever they're playing. Like, obviously, it's not, like, summer weather here, but, like, you'd get that little nip... It, it that little is. summer nip in the air, and it's you're like... star something. You're just like, ah, I can, I can almost feel the palm trees swaying, and all. like, you just want to be there. Yeah. Huh? Someday, I'm going to get there. Not this year, you obviously. Been? No. I would really like to be there, though. Once. Um, One time. I just want to go down to Clearwater. I feel like that would be really fun. Um, just because, like, you get to see all the players around the town, too. Like, it's not just, like, like you're there. Like, the players are all there, too. They're all there going around on the bout, going to bars and stuff like that, local. Um, like, my dad was down at spring training a couple times, and he got to meet some players at different places and whatnot. Like, I want to go there for the atmosphere. I want to go there for the, obviously, good weather. It's not too hot there at this time of year. Like, it's just a nice, crisp Florida breeze. Palm tree swaying. Tom on the radio, or on the TV screen going, It's a home run! For the first time of the year. Is that what LeBron was just saying? <laughs> It's yeah. a it's a home run. My hairline. I feel like this is. I feel like I'm talking like ASMR for baseball fans right now. You are. You, are. you got to pick up the pick up the tone. Jerry Seinfeld. Hey, hit the balls and block them to me. Uh, that got too much like a controversial figure. We're not gonna bring that Jesus up. Um, Anyhow, um, are we done with the Phil's talk? We're done with the Phil's talk. I have one. Th- uh, Phillies topic that I want to bring up. What's your Phillies we, topic you want to bring up, Eric? We're going to have a special guest next week. I'll shoot him. <laughs> His uh, initials are GP. Oh, I mean, GK. Oh. <laughs> 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 um, uh, he'll, he'll be in just to, just to let you guys know, um, you know how it's been down in the, the Bay Area. And uh, he wants to, he'll get, get let you know how the Phils are doing because uh, he's got an inside source. His name is uh, his initials are S R. He's a spy. But uh, <laughs> 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 um, yeah, okay, that's my only Phillies news. What up? What kind of news you got, brother? Christian Yelich, uh, <laughs> Brewers outfielder, uh, former MVP and very good player, signs a long-term extension worth two hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I well, read that shit. so bad. <laughs> I think his agent should be fired. <laughs> two hundred million dollars uh, per Max Mike Axia, um, seven-year deal. Which is quite a long time, considering Kristen Yelich does not have an age on this website. He is 28 years old, so he would be... What's that math? 35. He'd be 35 at the end of that. Eh, It's not a bad deal. That's actually a really good deal for Kristen Yelich. Not gonna lie. That is. It's only, what, 20 mil? Uh, Let's do the math. Um, 200 divided by 7, 28.57. Oh, I'm not sure if it's an upfront. I'm not thinking if it's an upfront or not, but. I was thinking of the Sergey contract. Sergey. For my uh, 
player profile that I'm not doing this week. Obviously, Christian Yelich is a once-in-a-lifetime generation account. <laughs> I was um, waiting for it. <laughs> well, it's too late. It's like 11 o'clock. Um, he's a very good player, and he's going to be with Milwaukee for quite a while. So that's uh, going to be quite interesting as the years progress. I hope him and the Brewers are the best because I, I do like a lot of the players on the Brewers. Um, what about the Astros? Fuck them. <laughs> um <laughs> There's talk about after uh, what, obviously, uh, Eric was talking about earlier with the players being mic'd up. That oh, you found the story? Yeah, that the MLB should do this all the time because it's quite funny. Because they do do this during the All-Star game, which is really fun. Uh, Bryce Harper got to do it a couple years they ago. They do it in the NHL, too. I like when sports yeah. mic up the players. It's fun to see their personality. It's obviously like a... Well, like like a football s- does it all the time. Yeah. I wish it was uncensored, man. It'd be so much funnier if it was just like, fuck! But like the, the, <laughs> during the, during the uh, All-Star game, Bryce Harper was like having a conversation with like the guys in the booth. Like They were asking him questions, and he's just out here fielding. He's like, oh, I got to go catch this pop-up. I remember so, that, yeah. Bryce, it's just, it's Bryce you, uh, you have any hot hot wings lately? He's just like, yeah, my sphincter was so shit. torn up. Oh, I got to catch a ball! <laughs> Yeah, I ate some spicy-ass shit last night. Uh, oh, grounder. Uh, like, it's just like, it's just fun. It's fun stuff. And if baseball wants to market that kind of stuff, they want to make the players seem more, like, approachable. Like, yeah, they're out there standing in the hot sun all day, but they're having fun doing it. You know, like, bring the personalities out. Have the guys that you want to bring to the front of the stage. Get their time. Like, the NFL does it all the time. They do it with random-ass players. They'll do it with, like, the backup cornerback, and no one really gives a shit about that guy. Like, like if the MLB actually marketed their players better and marketed anything better, they would do this, and they'd have, like, at least one conversation or one clip from a player every inning, you know? It just brings them into the fold. Like, baseball is the thing that comes into your house every day, for uh, 163 days or whatever, not including playoffs, you're listening to their names. You want to get to know them, you know? Baseball becomes part of your – you welcome it into your home. It becomes part of your family. They can make them that much closer by having them talk to you. Be terrifying if you were just like sleeping. And you're just, you're just like, hey, sleeping. Wake up! You're sleeping, and the uh, JT Roller Mirror is like, "The fuck you doing sleeping for? We're playing ball out here, buddy. Get off, get get done your cat nap and fucking watch the game." Cunt. Um, <laughs> yeah. He strikes me as a guy that says a cunt word. The cunt word. <laughs> um, what else you got, Jimbo? Doesn't he, like shoot BBs at people when they're sleeping or something like that. Who? What? Isn't JT Romero. Yeah. Oh no, he throws. What is? He, oh, he throws the ball at the Bat Boy or something like that. Who? Romero. He's throwing he? a baseball at the Bat Boy like fast to fuck around with him. <laughs> Yo, does does JT Romero shoot people when they're sleeping? Confused. I feel like Joe. If that's a real thing, someone needs to do something about that. But uh, well, the after the season, <laughs> after the season, not there. We're winning. <laughs> Whatever, five minutes. <laughs> um, there's, according to Jeff Passan, 
there have been rumors that Trevor Bauer, uh, Reds pitcher, used foreign substances for the Reds in 2019. Wait, like crazy Trevor Bauer? Like the guy who's like... This is like a playoff game. Right. Yes, the guy that talks out a lot. The guy, sure. Yeah, the guy who flat out... Didn't he just like the other day just... Um, he's a pitcher, right? Yes. <laughs> Did you see the other day when he was just flat out telling... Um, the players who he was pitching against what kind of pitch he was going to throw because yeah, he, he was afraid of them. signs stealing. <laughs> so he was like, he was basically like acknowledging like it's going to be a fastball right down the middle. <laughs> yeah, he was tipping us, but he it's was like that part from the bench warpers when he's like, we're going to throw you a ball right down the middle. Just buck up and swing. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny because the, the guy that was batting against him couldn't do shit. I know he still struck him out. I think. <laughs> I think that's funny. Like that's that's cocky, but that's funny. Like no, it's he re- knows the situation of what's <laughs> happening right now, and he's just like, all right, I'm not gonna let them steal my pitch. I'm just gonna tell them what I'm doing. And like he pitches so violently. Like I don't know if you ever seen a pitch. Like he pitches really. Mm-hmm. Like he goes through his uh, uh, stance and whatnot like so fucking fast. It's just funny to watch it because he's just like zinging it in there, and you're like. A zing and then a zoom zing and a bing bong. Um, but apparently he was having some stuff on his glove. Uh, he, he had a noticeably higher uh, fastball spin rate uh, over his final four starts, according to uh, Statcast and Jeff Passan. Um, that's a, apparently a staggering amount. Um, and it seems to only happen when foreign substances are introduced to the ball. So that's not great for him. I mean, nothing else has really come out about it. I doubt that uh, it's probably going to go much further considering MLB is probably on. Although Major League Baseball doesn't really like Trevor Bauer just because of who he is, but he's good for the sport, and I think they're going to try to cover up any tracks that are coming in. I, I'm not fighting for the guy. I think that's just what's going to happen. I think it's going to get dropped and moved on. Um, I like Trevor Bauer. Like, there's some parts of him where I'm just like, shut up, but then it's also like he's a voice that a lot of MLB players don't have, so I'm all for it. Um Lastly, Yasiel Puig. He is still available, and nobody wants him. <laughs> He's, to me, it's kind of a crime. It's very similar to the Dallas Keuchel situation last year. He's a very viable option for player for teams that don't have an outfielder, and he's just unwittingly being picked up. Um, I think that he'd be worth a risk for a team that's not necessarily ready to compete this year, like the Orioles or uh, maybe the fucking Giants would be a good match with him. Um, but, like, it's getting to the point where I feel like he's getting cheaped out of it, not necessarily because of the uh, on-field issues he's had sometimes, but he's a good player. Like, he's not the best but he's definitely not the worst, and if you're running out shitty players, you might as well get this guy. 
So, so way too much. No go. No go for like. See, you don't really know what the Phillies are yet this year. You don't. You don't. I wouldn't say the Phillies need to sign. That's why, like I'm saying, but they're not. They're not to get him. Yeah. But if they needed him, I would want Yasiel Puig on my team. Like if Andrew McCutcheon was done for the year again, I would go out and sign this guy. Like if we get into month two and we're still looking for another guy out there, bring this guy. And he's still there, then yet take him. Yeah, I would. I mean, he's a power bat that you can add to the middle of the lineup. Um, people tend to like to watch him play, so he's got a lot of personality. Um, I don't know. I feel like he's come a long way since he's come in the league, and I just think that he deserves a, he he deserves to be on a team at this point. He he should be on a team. The fact that no one's signing him is kind of shitty, and it's going to end up being like Craig Kimbrell or. Dallas Keuchel, where he's not going to get signed until after the uh, draft, where they can't lose draft compensation. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a shame, uh, but he's the only one. He's the biggest shame left right now. Um, <laughs> we'll see where that goes. But uh, that's about all the baseball news I have this week. Hopefully, feel, feel some... bad. I mean, I was like trying to. You just do a good job. Of getting everything getting everything out there it's well i don't want to go into there's not really a lot of technical stuff to go into right so now there's really, no like yeah. games to cover and i'm not gonna co- like if you look at the stats you can't go past like if i'm looking at the phillies app if you look two games back you can't get really any of the box score so i can't really go into yeah. too much of that doesn't um, matter for the spring training. And it's really not that big deal. There's way too many names to the list. <laughs> uh, I, I'm keeping track of uh, the players that I really want to pay attention to, like Alec Bohm and Reese Hoskins, but it's really just kind of a crapshoot right now. But it's getting there. Uh, next week, uh, the Phillies did have a walk-off win against the Braves last night. Um, the Phillies have... This week, god damn it, this week, next week, the week following, and two games. <laughs> are you laughing at me or are you laughing no, at me? No, no. Fucking Sixers <laughs> fell apart in the last, like, five um, minutes in that quarter. After the 23rd is their final spring training game of March. Uh, their first game in Miami will be taking place two, ga- two days later on the 26th. At 4.10 p.m. So we're almost there. We are less than a month away. Less than 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. I could just do subtraction. We're less than 22 days away from Phillies baseball. And we, and we are absolutely 20, you said 22 <laughs> days away? We're 24 days away from going to the game. Or is it, are we 23 days away? Do they start on us? You said. Their home series isn't for another week after that. Fuck. <laughs> I'm not doing that math. <laughs> Dude, I'm really excited because I was talking to you guys over the weekend because we bought our uh, Phillies tickets. Well, you tickets. did. I decided not to pay you for them. Yes. <laughs> we bought our Phillies tickets. Uh, tickets were $10 a game on weekdays. It's a weekdays. good fucking deal, man. I, I, I'm actually You're really... No, no I'm going. going. I'm just not paying them. They, <laughs> just, just, they just came out yeah. with another deal. In the first 18 games in April, you can buy a $95 deal, 
where you can go to all 18 of those games. So it's like $5 a game. I mean, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I know. It's like it's a lot, but <laughs> can I like, use my student pass still for the Phillies game to get that first John's steak? on them? Yeah. Yeah, but you can. Really? Um, as long as you're a student. I'm a student. I'm a student. But yeah, so that's going good. Uh, we bought we bought uh, tickets for a game a month, pretty much. Well, at least I did. I'm going to a couple games with my family. I'm going to two games with Nicole, and then one with her dad for his birthday. And then us. We're going with you guys. I get a free game at the end of the season in September because I'm going to the Phillies Beer and Wine Festival. This is just going to be a fun, fun year. And we're going fun to Phillies a Flyers game. Don't worry. We'll we're find. Going we're going to find a Flyers game. We have if a couple not, of, we're going to Xfinity Live and partying like we're there. I mean, I'm going to a playoff game. If not, I mean, I'm I'm absolutely going to a play if they make it. Like, Next year, we are planning this out. Like I'm I'm buying these tickets before the season even starts. <laughs> for hundred and sixty dollars, and then they go down to ten. dollars. <laughs> Chill. It won't be for that much. Chill. Chill. We're we're gonna plan this out. Next year, so we can go to multiple mm-hmm. Flyers games. We're not going to be fucking for it at the end of the end of That's all right. Year. I'm going to have money by then from selling my body. Do it. <coughs> Just so make sure they're clean. I'm selling. I'm selling. Can we wrap this up? It's 11.15 p.m. At night. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, we can wrap this up, Joe. Um, gentlemen, it has been an honor potting with you. This is our last episode. I'm just kidding. <laughs> this uh, is our last normal episode for the moment. Well, we're going to figure out if... Yeah, we're going to do gonna an do experiment it. next week and see yep. if it works. If not, then we'll go back to the normal format. So we just won't acknowledge it. Everyone listening, we are going to be dropping two episodes next week on the same day. One Phillies, one Flyers, same opening. It's going to be different, but it might be a little bit more palatable for a lot of people. And also, me and Jim are going to have a bet basically and see which one gets more listens so if the flyers one gets more listens you're you going to zach zachary's jersey i get a no, zachary's jersey <laughs> and uh They're if, more expensive if jim works uh if jim wins i will pay for the membership for our podcasting this deal hasn't happened it's free or you will pay no for it's free we don't have to pay for <laughs> right. yeah or i'll pay for my phillies tickets that <laughs> anyway. i was gonna pay for already <laughs> it's been a great podcast thank you gentlemen as always uh big game tomorrow night at the flyers fargo shit <laughs> the big big game tomorrow night in washington against the, the capitals we need the two points. We need the edge closer to winning the division. And uh, let's go Flyers. Let's get eight wins in a row, boys. Eight fucking wins. Let's do it. Seven wins, I think. No. Seven. seven. We're on a six-game no, no, win streak. No, we're on a seven-game win streak. It's eight. It'll be eight wins tomorrow. Six. No, it's... Fuck you, Jim. <laughs> I'm going to be right, and you're going to be so All right, bad. this is the last thing we're going to figure out. Fuck, it's six! <laughs> Cocksucker! Alright, it'll be seven, hopefully. So we will talk at you guys next week. Uh, have a good week. Shut the fuck up. Bye. Bye.